0: Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. Today, we hear from three great speakers: Amelia Antonetti, Brielle Ritchie, and Kimberly King, who have all got great advice on how to become the best version of yourself. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions.
1: They're gonna be getting getting us rocking and rolling. We're just getting started here on breakfast with champions So go ahead and hit that plus sign bottom right hand corner of your screen Invite some of your friends your family members people you like people you don't like let's get this thing rocking and rolling Brielle the mic is yours.
0: I Love it. All right guys, if you are just joining this room. Good morning. Good morning, and as Bernita would say, grand rising. You're in Breakfast with Champions, and this is Transformational Thursday. This is the Millionaire's Breakfast Club, and every single day during the week, we have a theme. We have a theme that goes on, and today for Transformational Thursday, of course, we are talking about transformations. Glenn gave us an amazing quote this morning, and a part of that quote, he asked, are you going to choose To seek the uncomfortable right are you going to choose to be uncomfortable or are you going to stay in your comfort zone so for transformational thursdays something that i want to talk about is really what are those times in your life where you decided to seek the uncomfortable instead of the comfortable and it has in turn transformed you and really catapulted you into a new direction for me Uh, seeking the uncomfortable was moving from Arizona to Los Angeles just getting up and and deciding that I wanted to move far away from home I guess not that far but far from home uh, Really without any resources. I moved without an idea of where I would live or a Job or any of those type of things. I moved right out of high school and I just made a decision that I was going to go to California And I did so, and it ended up being the most profitable and successful move of my life. But um, really you have to make those uncomfortable decisions. So in addition to that particular move, uh, I've, I've done many more in my career. I closed down a thriving business in order to start a family. I moved my family across the country in order to uh, buy some land and and figure some things out. So I've made many transitions in my life and I've found that seeking uncomfortable situations is really what has allowed me to go into spaces now that at one time I would fear. And now I understand that instead of being afraid of those uncomfortable spaces, if you dive into them with guidance and wisdom and have good mentorship along the way then you'll be able to have the tools to succeed no matter where your location is or what your decision so the question on the table is twofold one what is a time in your life where you have transitioned and gone into an uncomfortable situation and it ended up okay right that's the inspiration for the day And then the motivation is when you did get into that uncomfortable situation, and that's the motivation, the educational part, what tools did you use in order to make it to the other side? So does anyone want to participate? First of all, big shout out. I'm so excited to see a couple of friends. Hi, Anthony Lane. Hi, Dr. Janie. It's really great to see you. Jeff, the entrepreneur. Definitely and always uh, my favorite and uh, Diane Dixon everyone on stage. I'm really excited to see you all here and uh, Feel free to contribute flash your mics if you have something to say hi, Amelia. Are you here? Of course, I'm here girlfriend. Okay. Absolutely. I, I knew you were here. I just didn't hear you pipe up So I was like, let's see. What do you think? What do you think of the question? What's the time in your life? You can maybe kick it off if you're okay with that What's the time in your life where you've I felt uncomfortable. My favorite story I've ever heard you tell was the one outside of the bathroom. But (laughs) if you have any other uncomfortable story or even that one again, because some people might have missed it, what's a time where you felt uncomfortable, but it's catapulted you into Uh, a new direction.
2: And and I think that's part of the, you know, this success equation is that I intentionally make myself uncomfortable at least once a day right? It's been such a I I didn't, until Glenn said it today, I didn't realize, you know, that this is something that, you know, shifted in my, my life a long time ago to get comfortable in uncomfortable, right? So I do it on a daily basis and then I go after something monstrous every quarter. Um, And so I am so comfortable now and uncomfortable that it's not even, it's not even part of my awareness until you guys started talking about it. But I've, I've, made myself uncomfortable in so many different ways. I mean, I think one of them, you know, was a story that I shared with uh, Barbara Majeski which is, um, back in, oh God, probably when I first met Oprah, right? So I got a call from the show, um, to be, to come on Oprah show. And I was like, like, you know, I was like, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> That's not going to work for me. And for people who know to me, I'm actually an introvert I'm a painful introvert. I, I force myself to be social, but it's not natural for me. I would rather be a hermit. I'd like to live in my own head and I'm a massive reader. Um, I'm a behind the scenes, you know, system processes, you know, really a, a business builder, um, not front facing. Um, and so, then I get a call randomly from her. And I was like, okay, I thought it was one of my girlfriends just joking around, so I hung up. Um, and so she called me back and she's like, no, this is Oprah and I hear you don't wanna be on the show. And in that moment, I was mortified. I was mortified. I was like, no, 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 Miss Oprah. Uh, I didn't say I didn't wanna be on your show. I just said, I don't think I'm a good fit. i like, I don't have a college education um i'm not really good in 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 front of folks um i i just i don't i don't think that this would go well i would rather you know i'll contribute another way i'll give gifts for the audience but i really don't think maybe on a show is a great idea um and she's like okay how about you come and you'll sit in the audience and you don't have to be on stage and so i had to push myself to go because I felt beyond uncomfortable, but yet it was Oprah, right? Like I was like, you can't say no to Oprah. And now I'm sitting in the audience and Julie from Baby Einstein, for anybody who knows, was, st- was on stage. I was in the audience with Paula Dean and I forgot some other person's name. And there was such a, I don't know, negative energy between Oprah and Julie that she stopped and she was like, okay, where's the girl with the big, smile and i was like oh wonder who she's talking about and so she called me to stage it was like come sit here and in my mind i'm like oh my gosh you promised me i would not have to sit up here i was beyond uncomfortable but i had to just lean in through it you know sometimes god opens a door and you just have to go through no matter how uncomfortable you are you just have to press on um and so I did, and it had. It ended up being one of the longest segments um, that she's done together. We had a we had a very nice chat, but I was uncomfortable the entire time. Um, and then I ended up, you know, doing lots of stuff with her. We did the after show and blah 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 blah. You know, so the universe took over. But there are so many moments in life where that door opens. And you, people just don't walk through. They don't walk through because they think they need to be ready. They don't walk through because they're self-conscious. They don't walk through because they're, it's uncertain. They don't walk through. But the door is absolutely open. I mean, I witness all the time opportunities for people to walk into such an amazing opportunity, and they don't take it. I mean, I will just tell you for myself, I have knocked on people's doors to say, hey, listen, let me invite you into an opportunity they don't show up, they don't call back, they, are, they don't have the information ready to, to share with us so that we can help them. They're not really sure what they want. I'm like, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And they're like, I'll get back to you. I'm like, ah, oh, you just missed that opportunity. And so I think uncomfortable is just a process as humans of continual growth to become the best version of ourselves. But when you're becoming anything, it is uncomfortable.
0: That is so good, because I, I really am. I'm the queen, unfortunately, of that. It it reminds me, I remember what the first time I met Tony Robbins. So it, it's been multiple times at this point. But the first time I met uh, Tony Robbins, I went to Unleash the Fire Within. So it was just like a regular, I it was normal to me. Um, I was just a participant, and he walks up to me during during the conference he walks up he's like you i'm gonna use you come on and i am so you think you're the introvert of all introverts those everyone in here who knows me um i went to an event recently with william and i made william stand with me the whole time because that's how much i did not it was like i don't want to interact you know or um tm knows right at the breakfast of champions event I was extremely. I'm. I'm very, very introverted in person. Even though I speak so much on uh, Breakfast with Champions, in person, I'm a complete uh, introvert. So, for me to get on a stage of that caliber, and just be the, use me for all these examples and ask me questions and. For him to really dive deep into my life, even here, you know, I'm so surface level as a person. And so um, It's always really interesting because uh, Just like with Grant Cardone events or Tony Robbins events, a lot of times you're seated based on the price of your ticket Right. And I I do stick out oftentimes like a sore thumb, especially not as much now that I've aged but as I was younger and i was attending these events especially alone i was just an individual in a sea of people that didn't necessarily fit in the same demographic so it was easy to say oh let's choose her and i um through that experience it it really transformed me because i realized that was the first time that i realized i just need to own who i am i need to own the idea that I won't always look like or be like or dress like everyone else in the room. And instead of shying away from my presence, but still wanting the information, I can just show up as my most authentic self and live in the fullness and the abundance of who I am and what I've achieved and how I arrived in that moment. And so sometimes uh, the transformation is really is in just showing up and understanding that your story might not look like everyone else's story, but that's the beauty of being able to be a part of that moment. And I think that that's um, full circle. That's why Breakfast with Champions, why I'm so obsessed with this room and with this club and with what uh, Glenn's vision is, because every single person on every side of the table, listening to uh, this segment with Amelia, myself, and Kimberly right now, you deserve to be here. You're supposed to be here. And for whatever reason, as you communicate and connect back and forth, you are creating the space for your presence. So I'm excited. And when you and say Tony,
2: this. when you say Tony Robbins, I know Tony as well. He walks up to you. People don't realize how huge the man is. He's I'm so happy, small. Right? He's yes. He's so big. And so A million, you're, like, I'm five one. You, you're like, oh my gosh, he's monstrous. Same thing to yes. realize with Montel Williams, right? Who's six yes. foot six right they're big big people and i think that if people can just adopt the mindset that uncomfortable is just a practice that's Mm -hmm. all it is is a skill set and so the mind shift is instead of saying i feel anxious i feel nervous those are all negative limiting thoughts to think i feel excitement right because nervous and excitement are actually the same feeling right you just have to call it something different to say this is excitement this is growth there's going to be something on the other side of this that is so better than where i am right now and i'm just going to just lean in close my eyes and jump with two feet
0: i love that i I love it i um yes he, he is he's huge and i have this picture where at the end he kissed my forehead and was just like all right thank you so much and you just have this he's literally half of his body has to lean over because I'm tiny, like I'm, I'm a really small human and he's a really big guy. So it's a uh, it, it was it was quite an experience uh, everyone else. I mean, as we're talking amongst ourselves, I have quite a few experiences where um, I really put myself in uncomfortable situations, even aesthetically, you know, I got braces as an adult just because I wondered, you know, what that felt like. Jeff, the entrepreneur, we'll go Jeff and then um let's see rita rita and and martin was also flashing oh perfect chef martin rita go for it
1: yeah i love love your sharing it's funny i love that amelia went uh because as soon as you were asking that i was like man i think i do it every single day to put myself through uncomfortable zones when she's like ah that's exactly it. but the probably the one of the things that popped to mind right away was uh, me saying I was going to become a quarterback when I never played an ounce of like high school football, homeschooled. My mom just passed away and I I had no reason why I didn't see we couldn't and I actually remember going to the high school quarterback place where all the guys, you know, were there and I just watched them all and thought, "Yeah, I can do exactly what they're doing," right? And but it was a whole, you know, a whole process, one of bouncing around, but really had to do it where I never Gave up and quit. Wound up transferring different teams. The whole deal. Um, reverse to Be a quarterback. There's a lot of foot motions. I'm a little, like, pigeon-toed, I guess. So, you had to trip over my feet. Everything getting made fun of my, but never, never quit on it to the point where that was the thing. Les Brown talks about this. Um, even if you don't get the dream. Like, you know, the dream was NFL quarterback. You know, know why Drew Brees could do it, even though, you know, he's... Uh, and like himself you you get so much confidence in yourself become the dream and to be a quarterback you got to like see a lot of stuff you got to run plays you got to you got to read a defense you got to read a book like it's a lot and um and i was able to do it and uh and i was able to do it well i was able to do it better than some of the starters that then that's how i got in there right and obviously i was picking bad teams to be on so i could get a them, but it was still cool, man. It was it was probably the most thing that was most uncomfortable thing to do. Did it, and then it led to me doing anything. Lifeguard, right? Not a good swimmer. Uh, got in uh, everything, um, and then probably the thing most recently, just kind of something you guys can all see. I love wearing hoodies. I this whole Steve Jobs thing. When I got in the software game and I started investing money, I was like, you know what? I can't decide what to wear. I'm just gonna wear a black turtleneck like Steve Jobs, and, and just code for Dayalina and Musk. And I used to read these things, so I wear a hoodie all the time. And then I started to put my logo on it to you know brand myself, right? And now just recently, I'm going from being t- from just getting attention to being respected. So to do that, if you guys ever see me wearing a collared shirt or maybe uh, a suit or a vest or anything like that where I'm dressed up, that's now me going outside my comfort zone. It's not me comfortable to do that little thing, but I do think it's necessary to, you know, to show up um, in a in a certain way a lot of times. Like I'll see Ben Stock with a suit on or Glenn with his tie on. So eventually when I'm at one of these events, we'll take another picture and we'll change this. But that's the other thing too. And there's, there, you can go on. I think you as well, Brielle, too. Um, wish I did the braces one-two thing, but I, I think it is pop. I always want to be comfortable being uncomfortable. If I'm not, you know, if I, if I'm not uncomfortable, then, then that's, that's where, or yeah, if I'm comfortable, that's when I start to get uncomfortable. And I think that's, that's part of, you know, being success, successful. That's part of growing. That's part of stretching. Right. And I think um, it's a good, good time. That's why I want to move right now. I'm getting a little too comfortable in my, my town, can have, there's a lot of reasons, but that's another part of it. So I'm always thinking of things that go under it. But I loved your segment. I totally agree. And love that Amelia co- and you guys confirm my suspicions.
0: Yeah, Amelia's the best. I, I agree. I mean, Jeff, yes, you are you are one of those. But that's why I love you so much, right? Because you, you embrace that uncomfortability, and you're, you don't shy away from it. You don't shy away from controversy. You don't shy away from awkwardness. And I think that there's others here on Breakfast with Champions that um, are okay in themselves so much that even when other people try to make them feel awkward. And I mean, we've seen that a few times, Jeff, like someone might say something, you are you hold your own. And I think that we all, that's what makes us a family is that we're all such unique individuals and we're all able at the end of the day to hold our own. Um, Another random one for me is uh, I shaved my head. Someone very close to me, they got cancer and lost all of their hair. So in 2012, um, I shaved my head and I kept it shaved, actually, until their hair uh, grew back. So it was about three and a half, almost four years before I started uh, growing my hair back. And now, obviously, because it wasn't a situation for me. My hair is quite long. but. Um, I did, I walked around absolutely bald, um, really just to pay homage to uh, the most important person in my life who lost their hair as well and was just devastated. So things that are uncomfortable that we can do because we understand that we are not our, our aesthetic or in Amelia's case, we are not our degree or you know, in Jeff's case, we are not our, our clothing or our ability to be at public school versus homeschool. Jeff, who was after you? Martin. Martin, go for it. Thanks, Amelia.
3: Hey, good morning, Brielle, and thank you for bringing me up on the stage today. I had been, you know, very open with uh, Glenn uh, and the group on Rise and Grind Elite, and I've also shared this with Do- Dr. Rowe uh, in one of, her, one of her fantastic rooms. Um, but, you know, sometimes you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations, situations. you find yourself in uncomfortable situations. And I, I know being really open about it right now, going through a situation where have been married for six weeks and, and realized it was a huge mistake. Uh, just lots of tumultuous, uh, energy between us, lots of fights, disagreements, things that I don't do in my normal life. And I've been single for 20 years. And so I walked into this and it was like, wow, and so I'm sitting here on the balcony in Orlando in this beautiful morning, and I'm thinking about this conversation and the fact that, you know, all of the stress of the last six weeks and everything that, that's happened and, you know, the death of the dream of a relationship and things like that, you know, I'm still able to look at it and and find what is the— and we're going to have an uncomfortable conversation today, by the way, but what what the blessing in all of this is and what the what the lesson is, and I can extract that because if you were to go to my bio, there's a list of six or seven things I've been through in my life that have prepared me for this uncomfortable situation. So, you know, I would say sometimes you put yourself in in those situations and sometimes you find yourself in those, or maybe maybe um, I chose this situation for a reason I'd have no other, other idea about. But the truth is that everything that we go through can elevate our lives if we're willing to look for the, the lesson there. And so, you know, that's my situation right now. And I'm so grateful to be here in this room. I'm grateful to be among all these champions, everybody from the top of the room all the way down to the bottom. And I just celebrate you and I appreciate you. I'm Martin and I'm complete.
2: Martin. And let me just throw that. So as a behaviorist here, I am queen of uncomfortable conversations that end very, very, very well. Right. So I have guided more people than you can count through uncomfortable conversations to come out for a positive outcome. So if there is anything that I can do to help you, please just reach out to me because I am happy to assist.
3: Thank you, Amelia. I would definitely do that today. Thank you.
0: And Amelia, I might take you up on that as well. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay. So actually guys, uh, we're at the fifty-seven. Of the hour depending on where you are in the world and so coming up top of the hour we were handing the conversation over to Kimberly King for her first half hour segment so Kimberly do you mind if we take one more person and then um, segment
4: it over or how do you want to transition well I'm actually really loving this conversation and I'm a big believer in going with the flow so I'm happy to do my share and the three of us Keep this going. I think it's feeding the room. All good for me. Love it. Love it.
2: TM um, is flashing too, guys.
0: Perfect. So I didn't keep track of who was next. So let's go to uh, it was someone. It was, it, it was Rita. It was Rita. Perfect. Me. Let's go to Rita. And <laughs> yeah, then we'll go guys. up to Kimberly for her share and we'll keep it going through the room.
5: Good morning everybody. I I love this conversation. I I've always said that I think that comfort is like the worst word in the English language because it means you're not happy and ecstatic enough about your situation, right? You're not joyous about it, but you're not uncomfortable enough to do anything to change it. Right? You're not you're not going to do anything to change it. So like comfortable is just that place of like flatlining, right, and being being stuck. And so um, I shared this a little bit in my talk at Breakfast uh, with Champions Consortium, but <laughs> I think the moment for me that was probably the most uncomfortable was after I had gone through a really terrible breakup and I had this revelation that, you know, I, I had been in all of these long-term relationships and they all ended and they had nothing else in common other than me. And so I thought, well, maybe don't don't go crazy but maybe i might have something to do with why all my relationships were ending and i was about to turn 35 and really thanks to a bottle of wine, I had this revelation or this this idea to go on 35 dates in 35 days and then blog all about it. And like the point wasn't to find love because I wasn't ready for that, but instead it was, a, it was to be uncomfortable. So I decided I didn't wanna know anything about the guys. I didn't wanna know their age or their race or what they did for a living, nothing. And I had them pick the activity because I wanted to be around people I would normally not meet and do things I would normally not do so that I had to be really uncomfortable and see how I responded in those situations so I could figure out what the the habits were that I had that were like causing me to sabotage my relationship. And the blog was the piece that allowed me to do that. The blog wasn't like, he didn't pull out my chair and he didn't do this, it was like, okay, I was, I I shared this particular date at the, at the event. I was at Trapeze school, uh, terrified of heights up on a platform. Right. And I learned so much about myself and how I can overcome all of these things and change my behaviors and my habits and my actions. And so that's what the blog was about, what I discovered about myself. And so really like, Putting myself in uncomfortable environments with with brand new to me people with no expectation and no idea of what was going to unfold or happen and then having to come home and think about it and write about it and think about who was I in that situation and why did I react like this and and why did I show up in this way I mean it was it was a game changer I ended up you know quitting my job as a lawyer to become uh, a dating coach, and then ultimately transitioned into business coaching. But I mean, I left corporate America because of it. I met my husband, they always say, was he a 35 dater? No, I met him through date 35. But like, I met my husband, I changed my job, like I changed my circle of friends, I had a completely different mindset, because I saw who I was being and how I wanted to show up in the gap between and I was able to show up as that person. So like, I will say that that was probably the defining moment of my life was like showing up, making that decision to just do something insane that I had never done before. And it was an absolute game changer, but the power was from the reflection, right? Like that came from the situation that I put myself in and really being intentional and taking that time to look at how I was being and showing up and thinking and then really knowing what I wanted to be showing up and who I wanted to be and what I wanted to think and seeing the gap and being able to say, how do I go from point A to point Z? And I, I would say that that was what absolutely changed for for me and changed my whole entire life. So uh, thanks for letting me share.
6: Love it.
0: Yay, all right, Kimberly, do you wanna do your share and then Uh, you can segue it
4: the way you like. Me and Amelia are absolutely here to support you. Excellent. Um, Well, thank you, Brielle. Good morning, champions. And first, because um, Rita just shared, Rita, it was a pleasure to meet you uh, last week in New York City. Uh, Your presentation was wonderful, but as you shared about the 35 dates, I have to tell you, for me, that sounds both really exciting and really horrible. I don't know if I would do this. <laughs> because, um, you know, um, I don't love dating. I mean, I love meeting people and spending time, but I'm way into relationship and I like depth. And for me, dating is like Groundhog Day. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? And all that. And I want to go, hello, what do you think is the meaning of life? And they go, check. <laughs> so I don't know. So I admire your moxie to uh, supercharge your discomfort. And I think this is, um, as always in this room, um, a powerful conversation to reframe things that we're not supposed to like, like pain and discomfort. And if you really study, if this is Transformational Thursday. um, All transformation, I believe, most if not all, transformation is preceded by discomfort. It usually doesn't come on the heels of of joy. It can, but often it's like the bird in the nest. Something's got to push us, prod us, pull us um, out of the nest of comfort and into the flight that we were born to make in our lives. And so it's really a gift, but it's hard to see it that way um, at the beginning. And when you study transformation, which I do, um, and they talk about discomfort, how it actually lowers our resistance to transformation, because um, the sicker you are of where you are and how things are, the more willing we are to actually do something about it. And so um, nature and God in the universe are wise. And they give us what we need to make the journey we came for and um, usually that creates the opening Um, I'm like you Amelia I actually seek out some discomforting or or uncomfortable situations the stress I do I do well with a little bit of stress not too much stress but some stress actually makes me perform more gets me moving and so I've learned how to use that um, to my advantage, and I know what I need to get me moving. And um, like you, Brielle, I chose to pick up and move away from home. It was um, not expected. No one in my immediate family had done it, and I'm a female doing it alone, but I understood that if I did not change my environment, I'd already started a company. Succeeded, lost that company and starting over again, but I understood that something in me knew I needed to put myself in an entirely different frame to go where I needed to go next. I have never, ever regretted making those choices and it always followed transformation. Um, I will also say that when Uh, when we look at transformation, literally it means going beyond the form. And uh, discomfort will move us into position to change the form of the way we are walking our life, the people around us, all of that. If it was not for the discomfort, we would not make those changes. And Amelia, because of something you said, I'm going to say something (laughs) vulnerable and true Um, you are someone that makes me inspired but also challenged me in the discomfort by the sheer force of your success and power and clarity and I craved it and wanted to be in the presence Um, and then when a door opened I wasn't sure if I should walk through because many of us because of our discomfort with being uh, not perfect or something we think we're not, we'll get to a threshold and we'll resist the opening because of what we think we're supposed to be. I did that with you, Amelia, and I wanted to meet you in person because I wanted to see how it felt. So I want to tell you very publicly that All I felt from you, all I see from you is not only the power of who you are, but the love in who you are and the invitation. So I want to tell people, don't believe the voice in your head. When that moment comes, say yes. If it comes in the form of a person or a question or an opportunity, say yes to the discomfort and yes to the transformation that's about to be available to you. So I'm going to circle back and say yes to you Amelia and I want to thank you for the yes that you offer all of us in your coaching. I'll share a little bit more later but I'd love to put it back to the audience and keep this conversation going because I, I just give that you a this big is really matters. Hug.
2: Before you go on can I just give you a big squishy hug because it does my heart so so good. Um, and so many different levels because again and I I am a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I am, and I realize that I am. Um, but part of that is because of the journey of what I have accomplished, right? Uh, you, you have to hold a space for a second for, for the younger folks here, that when I started my first business, there were no women, there were no women. There was no Oprah. There was no Martha Stewart. There was no Shell Stamberg. There, there were no, they were not, there was just not in existence. And so when I would walk into a room, which trust me, it took a lot just to walk into a lot of the rooms. Um, I mean, when, when I was bringing green mainstream, right, that was part of my earlier career, um, which is green works. If anybody knows that I sold my company, the Clorox, when I walked into buildings, I was literally thrown out of buildings like literally they called security to escort me out. That was the beginning of me building um, soap And it, because women were just, it was just, they not let alone not a respect. They just were not welcome in, in, in any, any level. So the, the skin that I had to um, get comfortable with that thick skin to be beyond, um, just to kick open doors and lift ceilings of the false beliefs of what the business space looked like back in the eighties. Um, I have been breaking down walls and busting glass ceilings for 35 years to create a new normal. And that, that has created a presence that can be very, very intimidating. Um, because my mindset had to be when I first, again, my first company was at 17, I sold it at 19 was literally to adopt the mindset that you're either with me or you need to move out of my way. Cause I will move you right in order to accomplish the big goals that I am. I mean, right now we're at a 1.7 billion. Billion dollar valuation. It is the biggest company that I have ever ever been the CEO of and I'm uncomfortable all over The place because I've done, you know, nine companies at a hundred million, which I'm comfortable there, right? I'm comfortable at that place just like you may be at 1 million you may be at 500,000 It doesn't matter what level you are at. There's always the next level and that next level hurts It hurts. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. So Kimberly, just like you're saying, well, you know, you were maybe a little timid to walk up to me. Well, I'm very timid to walk up to my board members, right? I'm like, ah, this is gonna because they're leaning into me to help groom me for my future self. And when somebody is really mentoring you, they're not telling you the fluffy stuff. They're telling you the stuff that you've got to work on, adopt and change. And so a true mentor makes you extremely uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. My board. I'm getting ready to go. My board meeting. I am going to be in one week of kicking my butt all over the place. I will have my tail between my legs to come back and go, wow, I got a lot of work to do. But that is what real, real colleagues, mentorship growth are the people who will love you enough to tell you the thing that you don't want to hear. Your true friends are the ones who pull you to the side and say, Hey, let me share something with you that might be helpful for you to consider, and then you make the choice. And so Kimberly, I I love that you always make my heart feel good because I also have doubt. I also am working on myself. I'm also trying to grow into a better version for myself. And I'm always struggling with the fact that my persona uh, moves a lot of wonderful people away that I actually want to pull in because I have such a crazy presence when I step into a room
7: and then people forget that I'm
2: painfully shy. So Kimberly, well, thank let you.
4: me, before I clarify something, it is your acumen that made me take pause, not your personality. Uh, you're amazing, but I wanted to be able to be, I believe in the power of telling the truth, first of all. I always speak my truth. And I go first in vulnerability and transparency because I think we need to model that behavior and normalize it instead of normalizing being um, a persona. Be a person, be a real person. Take the chance to do that because that's when we learn together, that's when we encourage, that's when we open the space for the transformation. So I'm walking my talk right now, Amelia live and in person with someone who i know is in my life and others around you i mean this room is filled with people that i believe are my mentors my my challengers to make me the best to reach my destiny i don't want to miss my own destiny i'm not sure you can i think we're born for it but there are people in your path to pull you toward your destiny And I know it's going to be uncomfortable. And frankly, you know, in my bio, I have numbers like four billion. Um, It takes someone aspirational to challenge me. It takes someone aspirational to hold my feet to the fire. And so I'm going to manifest an Amelia Antonetti. (laughs) So and I know she's going to ask me the tough questions. And I welcome all of it. And I just want to model that for everyone else, Amelia. The same way that you tell us in this room that you do that in your life, I do that in my life, and I want us to. I want us to go together, grow together, soar together by embracing this whole topic of discomfort, marrying it with today, Transformational Thursday. Let's align these things. And go somewhere amazing together. That is my prayer. That is my commitment. I'm going to do my work on that. I invite everyone here to do theirs and to know that you must do it alone. You must do it on your own, but you do not have to do it alone on your own, but not alone. Grow and grow together, rise together. I know we're all about that, Amelia. So I just wanted to use our real life situation as a case study and truth. So thanks everyone. Who else would like to share? This is Jackie Kimberly.
0: Yes, Jackie. Let's go to Jackie and then we'll go to Kate. I see Kate flashing.
6: Thank you so much. A Pleasure to be with you all. Um, I guess I found myself in a very uncomfortable position um, a week ago today, actually. And it's it was a situation where I heard um, people with mental illness being made fun of and being made a laugh of. And it was by accident on the note hitting the notifications when I was being sent something else that I ended up in that environment here on Clubhouse. But I spoke up and remained true to myself. I challenged that thought process and those words that were being spoken out loud. As a result, I was torn down. I was called a nothing. I was called a fake. I was called everything because what I say and have said to people on this app. Everyone has a voice. Now, after it, I felt the aftershock of it, if you like, and felt utterly destroyed. But Jeff, the entrepreneur, wonderful people like Renee, other people who know me, it may not have been my finest hour calling this person a dick, but, it, but I, do you know what? I stand by it because that's what they are but I stood true to myself, I had a voice, and for me, who was called a nobody, I want everyone to know, number one, you are not a nobody, and you will always have a voice, and wherever I am, I don't care who it is, if you only have one follower, because this person was basing their self on um, the number of followers they have and criticising me for mine. And when I had said that my social media was low because I had been trolled in the past and I'd only really got on social media here on Clubhouse, I was told I was a victim and I deserved to have been trolled. So I don't care what your numbers are. Once your heart is good, you always have a place where I am. You always have a voice. And I am learning more and more that I may be in Ireland. I may be from a smaller country than a lot of people that turn up on this app. But I remain true to myself. I have a voice and I will always have a voice. And so do you. This is Jackie in the red, handing back the mic.
3: Hey, this is Martin and I wanna jump in for Jackie because I wanna support her in this. I was in that room when she was being attacked and it was some of the bigger people in the in Clubhouse that were going after her and joking and, and making fun of her. And it was atrocious to the point where I just couldn't stand it anymore. And Jackie, I wanna tell you right now, you stood up, you stood your ground, you were courageous. And I just wanted to celebrate you for that because that was an ugly, ugly, period of time so i just yeah i love you congratulations for sticking to who you are true to who you are and doing what you did because you were a hero that day
1: yeah let me just say this too because jackie i know what you're talking about um when you shine bright you're going to have people that are going to want to put it uh you know put it down it's really more a reflection of themselves than it is yourselves anybody who's doing that to you and this goes for anybody in life um. It's it's really as long as you're strong and, and confident in yourself, it's it's gonna be a bad reflection on them, uh, at the end of the day. Uh I always say, you know, I i wanna lead with love. Uh, you know, Martin Luther King Junior, Mother Teresa, and Abraham Lincoln, they all left a certain amount of energy. I remember my brother saying at one of his speeches, and I I wanna live that type of energy. And you do that with just coming from like, you know, a, a spot of of really understanding. I, I spoke on a segment here once about People care and people don't care, and a, a lot. And unfortunately, people at that magnitude sometimes, you know, they just they, they're hurt. They feel they don't care, and they they try and take people down. It's really sad. So um, I understand. You know, there's always a part of standing up for yourself. Um, there, there's a thing my brother told me actually just recently about wolves and how wolves how they um, how they communicate is when there's a wolf in there that's a little bit bigger than them or something like that. They'll actually lie on their sides. To show that they're they're not they don't want this fight right now because it's not worth it to live another day because they're so smart to realize and confident that hey we'll be back we'll be ready when we're ready right and I was kind of think of that whenever I and I've I've accomplished before Clubhouse I, I've encountered a lot of stuff you know when you put your voice out there and you're you're loud and proud about stuff you know people will hold you to that that's why my newest uh, thing is to be impeccable with my word a lot of times going forward right. Um, because, you know, there are going to be people out there that will definitely hold you to certain things. But at the same time, as long as you're confident in yourself and you surround yourself with a circle of people that really believe in you, and like we were just a couple weeks in New York City, uh, that's that makes all the difference in the world. So I just just had to chime in and share that.
2: And hey, Jackie, this is Renee Noor. You know, you were with us in New York City because I definitely poured into you. And I'm just grateful that you found yourself here with us with The Breakfast with Champions. You know, I'm so happy to say that in this space that we're in, we're supportive of each other's energy and it's a great vibration. And what's so fluid about the relationships here, we want to embody and enrich you to your fullest. Um, so, therefore, you can continue on thriving in the space that you're in. I'm giving you a warm embrace. Thank you for your being courageous. Thank you for just being able to stand up in your true purpose as well as your passion. And you know you will always be my dear friend in Ireland. Thank you, Jackie. I'm Renee, and I'm complete.
4: Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Jackie, for your share. I heard a little bit about this, but know that we see you we respect and appreciate you and again use this discomfort to leap uh who else had a share i know dr Rowe, uh you flashed your mic who else uh, was in the queue i've got a to share too. i think tm was awesome well.
0: monica so david. maybe after okay. dr Rowe.
4: so was it tm monica and dr roe brielle what's the order yeah that's great and i saw david and kate if we have time
3: Oh no, guys! I, I thank you very much. I was just actually flashing, agreeing, uh, but I will take the time to say, uh, man, K- Kimberly King, uh, it was amazing meeting you, looking you in your eyeballs. That presentation was dynamite, and you hitting that runway was even more uh, more dynamic. And so, thank you for your content, who you are, TM complete. Thanks, thank you guys. Thank you, TM. Who was next,
4: Monica?
0: Yeah, let's go to Monica, Kate, MJ, and David.
4: Dr. Rowe is there too. Yes.
0: My goodness.
7: This is Monica in the turquoise circle. What a powerful segment. Kimberly, you, oh girl, your energy. Um oh, mm, so good. Um, regarding the discomfort thing, you all reminded me of some moves that I made. And I just wanted to share what I learned, or not what I learned, but how I got through it. Cause that was I, I believe Brielle was asking about that. And if, if not, please correct me, because I will quiet down. Okay, no one's correcting me. Okay. Um, it, one of the best moves I ever made was exactly what you said, Brielle. When I moved from my hometown of Harrisburg to Philadelphia when I was 18 years old, One of the best moves ever it was like i was talking about lily pads a while back it was one of those jumps where you jump from one lily pad to the next and you don't know if that lily pad's gonna hold you but you're gonna jump anyway and then when i moved from philadelphia to atlanta same thing no job no prospects no idea what i was gonna do but i was like man i'm out of here i gotta go and then last year amazing amazing personal upheaval stress like crazy 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 stuff i had never experienced before but all that pain and discomfort has put me on the road living this beautiful nomadic life and the thing that i'm that 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 i'm leaning on is other people the thing that gets you through the discomfort is to lean on your faith in god or whatever your higher is and other people who love you. And, and sometimes we resist leaning. Boy, I was a person who resisted leaning. And last year, God said, you know what, girl? I'm gonna teach you to lean this year. I'm gonna teach you to be the one to lean instead of letting everyone else lean on you. And whoo, he taught me well. So that was such a beautiful lesson for me. And the other thing I wanna share before I'm finished is that the things I experienced last year were things I had never experienced. And the gift in that discomfort is that now when someone comes to me and says, I'm going through X and it's the same thing I went through, I now have empathy instead of sympathy. And that is a precious, priceless gift to be able to not only say, my heart hurts for you, but to actually say, I went through that too. That's a very different experience. And I'm grateful for that. This is Monica on the Turquoise Circle. I'm complete.
0: And Monica, I'm so sorry, in. that was an amazing share. Uh, I did skip Dr. Rowe, so I know I gave a lot of other names, but I think I've skipped her twice now. So Dr. Rowe, go for it, and I apologize. Oh, no
8: problem, Brielle. I, kn- I know that happens. A lot of flashing on the stage. Great share as well, Monica. Um, I, when I think of transformation, I think of two things. We were just in New York, and um, I don't know if Emilio will get upset that I shared this. I think she's okay. But um talk about transformation so many things and so many changes but when she found out that it was going to rain just that morning working so hard shifting getting um tarps to cover everything spending money out of her own pocket that had nothing to do with the ticket sales I mean like $70,000 you know that's a lot of money and for someone to just care about the champions on the stage and beyond That is true transformation when I think of that, and that's just amazing. And it was a beautiful, beautiful party, and not just a party, but she put people in place that a lot of people didn't even know who those individuals were, but they were in a position to help individuals in the room with their businesses as mentors, as investors. And people had no idea, so you never know who you're meeting, who you're around. And who a person is that pivots for transformation, so you have to be alert. That's one. And then lastly, for myself, I'm going through transformation of being a professor of 13 years of business, pivoting to ministry. So that's a huge transformation for me, and I appreciate all of your support in doing so, including Kimberly and um, Amelia. So thank you so much. This is Dr. Rowe, and I give the mic back to you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Rowe. All right, Amelia, who was next?
9: Um. Oh, I think I was next, Brielle. This is Kate. Perfect, Kate, go for it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, no, this is such a great conversation. I'm so happy to be part of it. And it's been so awesome to hear everyone's shares. And I'm, I just am so grateful for everyone for sharing so vulnerably. It's just a reminder that we are all more alike than we are different, and that there's greatness in all of us. And we have to be brave enough to step into our power and become the person that we're meant to be and have those mentors to push us. And as everyone's talking, just even from this morning when Brian was talking about mentors, I was thinking about 12 years ago, I read the book, The Dream Manager by Matthew Kelly. And I reached out to him to speak at a a chamber event. I was working at the Chamber of Commerce at the time. And he became a mentor of mine because I so appreciated his work and what he was putting out into the world. And over the years, I stayed connected to him. And um, just very briefly, he was doing his thing. And a, a few years ago, about three and a half years ago, he randomly reached out to me and i was building a marketing company at the time and he said hey let's have lunch and i went and had lunch with him and he asked me to run his company he said i want you to be the ceo of my coaching company that i'm growing and building and i was petrified i was running a marketing company at the time it was it was mine it was something it was it was fairly small um, but growing and i was having a great time doing it and i was I had never been the CEO of an of an organization that was already in place and that was doing well and was doing way more revenue than I was doing, and so I was so scared. And I said, I looked at him and I said, "Are you Are you sure you mean me?" And he said, "Yeah." And so he really pushed me out of my comfort zone. I was so uncomfortable. And when I was talking to one of my entrepreneurial friends, he I, he said, "Are you going to take it?" And I said, "You know, I'm I'm really scared to take this role, but." I am really excited to become the person who's not scared to take this role. Like, what does that kind of person look like? And what are the experiences that I'm gonna need to go through and the uncomfortable situations I'm gonna need to go through in order to become the person that I'm meant to be, to be able to be to grow this kind of organization. And it was such an uncomfortable first year, but we were able to grow the business by 80% just that first year. And so a lot of uncomfortable situations, but being able to step into them and having a mentor, having someone beside me, like Amelia was talking about, to really push us. That's the way that we're able to deal with those uncomfortable situations and really become the person that we see ourselves to be on the other side of those discomforts. So that is my share and really enjoying the conversation. Thanks for having me.
0: Great share, Kate. Thank you so much. All right, guys, I know that there are others that were in queue, but we have hit 431 Pacific, which is 731 Eastern, and our segment is about up. So I, before we pass it over, since this was Kimberly's first uh, full segment, I want to give her the closing words and ask Amelia as well, is there any last, uh, words, Amelia, do you have anything to wrap up with, or uh, Kimberly?
4: All right, let's go to Kimberly. Well, I want to thank everyone for, again, the honesty and vulnerability in our shares is really what makes Breakfast with Champions such a special environment and community on Clubhouse. Glenn, as always, started us off with a powerful conversation from his planner that set this in motion. If we will now take the rest of this week to reflect upon, or at least today, to reflect upon the areas of our life where we are in our discomfort, embrace them as the launching pad for our next leap of transformation. That mindset shift will change everything about where we go from here. That part is up to us. We can do it and we must do it. Transformation is at the threshold. Let's say yes. Thank you everyone.
2: And I think the action item for people is to right now, decide who your transformation buddy is gonna be. Reach out to somebody right now and ask for help. Say, I'm, I'm gonna do this transformation. I'm gonna be a little uncomfortable. I would love for you to guide me. For the next, whatever it is, 10 days, 14 days, 21 days, while you move through the uncomfortable. Go get yourself a buddy and don't do it alone.
0: So good. I am all about accountability. So, Amelia, I believe in that. And really, I believe that that's where success is made, right? Success is not made when we are thinking how we always think. You need someone to bounce ideas off of. You need other people to pour into you. Right, you cannot grow as a solar, as a solo individual, right? As a as a singular person. And so I I love all of this. I know that it is time to pass this over to Ramon Ray. So I'm gonna reset the room really quick, and we are gonna pass it over uh, for his second segment. So I believe his first was last week, guys. If you are just jumping in, you are here with breakfast with trans breakfast with champions transformational Thursday so this is the millionaire breakfast club where everyone has a seat at the table if you have not already ping your friends in let them know exactly where you are and the information that you're learning but in addition to that follow the speakers on stage follow the people at the other side of the table from you people beside you below you next to you all around you get to know each other because this table is all about connection as well as education, motivation, and inspiration. We're happy you're here. We honor your contribution to the table, and we can't wait to hear more from you about you. And uh, thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions
1: and getting yourself a seat at the table.